that sound that you're hearing disappearing in and out of the distance is a mosquito truck. It's the height of the summer here in Shreveport, Louisiana. We had two options for background noise. One was the mosquito truck, or the other one was our wall unit because our air conditioner is out this, this week. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Thank you, everyone, who came out to our second ever All Y'all live storytelling event at the Bossier Arts Council. The theme of the night was Mistakes Were Made, and we had some incredible stories. If you weren't able to attend, um, we are going to be editing and sharing the best of those stories in the weeks and months to come. Before you hear stories from Mistakes Were Made, we're going to pick up on a couple of stories that we have left from our first live storytelling event. I'm new around here, and this is one of them. And uh, we have got an issue, uh, an issue, an episode tonight uh, that is actually a story that I told, which is kind of making me a little bit nervous. It was the first one. It's the first uh, episode of All Y'all to feature one of our own stories. Yeah. And um, it kind of ties back to when Chris and I first met. Do you remember one of the first things you ever told me? Um, Then I went to Louisiana school. You recognize my high school class ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a lowrider or something on it, didn't you? No. Didn't you have something funny on it? I, no. Um, but anyway, Chris and I both, at separate times, Chris is uh, four years older than me, um, but we both went to the same high school um, that's located in Natchitoches, Louisiana. It's called the Louisiana School for Math, Science, and the Arts. And um, it's a really special place. Um, it the school made us what we are today, and um, uh, it's a, it's a public residential high school. So you actually live, you know, you go live there. And for someone coming from like where I was coming from, which was Sarepta, Louisiana, a tiny little town, um, it was it was wild to move into basically a college dormitory um, after my sophomore year of high school. Move away from mom and dad. You're doing all your own laundry. You're doing your own cooking. You're kind of in charge of yourself for the last two years of high school. But now on the other side of the coin, you don't have a car, you know, you, um, you, uh, it, <laughs> you ride a, uh, gifty bus to, you know, like Walmart or wherever you need to go in the city. It's, um, a equal, short bus. Yeah. It's equal parts embarrassing and exciting. It's <laughs> a good way to describe it. So when, when we, when we moved there, obviously there were a lot of things, uh, that surprised us. And uh, me, uh, maybe more than most people, because it seems like maybe I didn't read the paperwork correctly. You get reams of paperwork when you get accepted to the school. It's like getting accepted to college, but even like on another level, because basically you're 15, not 18, and moving out of your parents' house. I feel really bad about it still, about what happened and what you're going to hear about in this story. And this is going out on the World Wide Web, so I just want to say Tim Chung, who is the subject of this story, he was my first roommate. Um, he was a young Chinese American guy, the first Chinese American person I'd ever met in my life. I was from a teeny tiny little town. Um, and I just want to say, Tim, if you hear this uh, story, I apologize. Uh, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry uh, for everything that you're about to hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry my husband was a jerk to you, Tim. <laughs> Let's just play the damn story. <clears throat> when I was at, um, I went to, I grew up in a town called Spring Hill. And um, uh, I was, yeah, right. So, so um, I was uh, lucky to uh, be able to go to a residential high school for my junior and senior year. So I moved to Natchitoches, Louisiana, to a school called uh, Louisiana School for Math, Science, and the Arts. <laughs> I was a gifty, is what they called us. And um, um, the thing is, so there, my parents, we were all simple people. I'm not making fun of my parents. 
We had to fill out reams of paperwork because the school essentially became my parents. The school assumed responsibility for me legally and all of these other things. So I had to fill out just sheets and sheets of paperwork and facts back from the library. And so when I moved to Louisiana school, somehow I missed a really important detail. My family dropped me off on Wednesday. Um, we couldn't have cars um, and we couldn't um, you know, have transportation of our own. So I thought I could turn around and go home on Friday because that's the weekend. I mean, who stays at school on the weekend? So I took uh, one change of clothes. Um, <laughs> Y'all see where this is going already. I took my, I took my beatbox, which is hilarious. That, that was like a, prior a priority. I took like my Nirvana and Public Enemy cassettes, and that's <laughs> all I took because I figured no matter how miserable I am, it's for like 40 hours. This is no big deal, right? No matter what goes wrong, this change of clothes and this beatbox, I'm good. Uh, as it turns out, I had missed a very important paragraph about required uh, orientation weeks. So I was actually required to stay on campus with no visitation for three weeks. I had a green Adidas t-shirt and some khaki shorts and that beatbox, and that's all I had. Um, and the reason I tell this story, uh, there's an author named George Saunders who gave a presentation to some college, someone here probably knows, but he said that the, the, the thing he regretted most in his life were the failures of kindness, okay? And what I'm about to tell you about was my greatest failure of kindness in my life. Um, I had a roommate named Tim Chong. He was the first Chinese person I'd ever met. Uh, there were no Chinese people in Spring Hill, Louisiana. <laughs> and so um, uh, uh, Tim became like a, uh, I, I have always had in my life this ability, and I'm going to wrap it up, but I've always had this ability to wake up whenever I want to. So I can just kind of decide that I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning, and I'll just shoot right up at 6 a.m. It's not a problem. I don't have to have an alarm clock. I don't know how this works. But <laughs> I, so after about... <laughs> After about four or five days wearing the same t-shirt and shorts and kind of meeting people by asking them if I could have their toothbrush, <coughs> I, um, you know, I, I set in motion a diabolical plan to, um, to learn Tim's rhythms and to uh, basically take anything I needed from him based on when he came and went and when he slept. So what I would do is I would... Uh, the, the school was incredibly cold. It was one of those old, like, hotel-type buildings where all the rooms get the same climate control and you can't do anything about it. And it was set on, like, 40 degrees, so every night I'd just lay shivering in my, like, Adidas T-shirt and khaki <laughs> shorts. And I had no blankets, right? So I would wait for Tim to go to sleep. I would quietly move over to Tim's bed and take all of his bedding off of him. And I would lie down to sleep, I'd tell myself, wake up at 6 a.m., you know, put the blanket back on Tim. <laughs> and I would, I would do just that. I would sleep until 6, I'd jump up, I'd go over, throw the blanket on him, I'd get back into my bed and kind of like, you know, play it off. Um, it escalated to the point where I was also doing this with his clothes. Uh, <laughs> I learned his class schedule and I would wear his Tommy Hilfiger shirts two classes while he was at other classes, I'd get back to the dorm and change out of them. Um, and I've never told Tim 
how sorry I am. I tortured him. I remember looking over at him, shivering in the night while I slept under his blankets. Um, and I'm so sorry. Tim Chung, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to another episode of All Y'all. We'll be back really soon with another uh, story from our new round here uh, live storytelling event. Our next event is going to be later this fall on the theme Under the Influence. It'll be a fundraiser for the Council on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse here in Shreveport. Um, If you've got a story on that theme about either um, overcoming addiction or being under the influence of someone else, um, send us an email. There's our contact info on our blog. It's allyallblog.com. You probably know that already if you're listening to this, though. So thanks so much. Thanks again.